We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. This song. Costa, Russia, Russia, overturning Rome. Lunch McCarthy, Tudor, Dixon, Crazy Nancy, Communism, North Korea, born in Kenya, Barry Satoro. Roger Stone, Drain the Swamp, Ramaswamy, Taiwan, Kanye, the Queen and I, Mike Lindell, the Pillow Guy, Laptop, Keto Pete, Hunter Biden, <laughs> Crack Feet, Mariano, Jim Pisaki, Beta, Gisbert, Goodbye, he didn't start the fire, he was always burning, since the world's been turning, we didn't start Jonathan Allen, you're crazy. No, we didn't hide it, but we tried to fight it. But great all at the same time. Thank you. How can you not love this song? Always 
up dimes, little Kim, fake news strikes again, Michael Flynn cracking, Ukraine invasion, Prince in Arabia, British Royals mania, horse face CNN, Mike Pence not a friend, deep state, Twitter X, China spy, swole sex, Trump votes thrown away, what else do I have to say? Did it start the fire? Listen to this song all day long. Arizona carry late, cyber ninja votes of fate, Peter Strzok, Duplot, Russia Gate, Blackrock, Trussy Booty, Alex Stein, Gomez on the airline, Soleimani in Iran, pull out in Afghanistan, K6 torture, go inside, trans violence on the rise, China threats, FEMA camps, paper mail, stranded vets, Biden's always down or shore, but there's book in every law, retribution, this is war, we can't take it anymore, we didn't start the fire, the meme fellas some of the best memers in the game all you guys I love it Good morning, everybody. It's Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday. Can't wait to get into the weekend. Although, weather's supposed to be really crap here all weekend. I don't know. Some tropical storm coming up from the Carolinas is going to dump rain on all of us. All right, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, well, your wife is right, telling you that you're crazy all the time. $100. Starting off the morning, starting off the show, on fire, Jonathan Allen giving $100. For the January 6th kid Christmas, the gift card drive, it's unbelievable. I think he's just doing it on purpose because that's another $100 that's coming out of my pocket, which is all relative because you spend a lot of money on the cigar website too. So I guess it just, it's all going to the right place for the right reason. So I appreciate it, Jonathan Allen. I appreciate now every morning you're telling me to get fucked at behest of my very Hard on the Eyes co-host, James Curry, which I will be with tonight, Freedom Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing memes of the week and all kinds of stuff. We'll be getting getting into him, the whole uh, Clinton drama with Ukraine. We're going to talk about it a little bit today, and tonight I'll get into it with him because he has some, he's always got great uh, insight and all the rabbit holes he jumps down that conspiracy theories that end up being proven true anyway about the Clintons. (laughs) AP unfiltered. He might still be on the beach. He was sharing some stuff yesterday, but I think he was, uh, I think this whole week he was hanging out with family. Well, uh, we'll have to break his balls on, uh, on Monday morning. Blue boy life in the chat, black rain Patriot. Hogman, Hogman's in the house. Gulfstream, Gulfstream up bright and early Gulfstream. We got you. You're not late today. Jonathan Allen again. Screw you. You already gave you a hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, what's up everybody? It's Freedom Friday. We're definitely most likely 100%, maybe, definitely going to go over 9 o'clock today. It's Freedom Friday. Deal with it. We got some stuff. Hit the, hit, the, uh, hit the little thumbs up button. Do it or you're a fit. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the like. Hit the, hit the subscribe. Share the show, please. It's great. If you're watching and you're not in the chat, 
It's dumb. If you're watching and you have the ability to chat and say hello, you should. And if you have the, you know, the ability to hit the thumbs up, that would be even better. Don't be a fed. Oh, you've been watching We The People Radio from the beginning of it. Oh, so you watched it when it sucked. And then I became James's co-host. And then it became fucking awesome. Right? And you can tell me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the co-hosts were great. I was watching their show for a long time, too. And then when they, you know, life happens and they were buying hair salons and their wives were, you know, shitting out kids. It's like, hey, they don't have time to to do it. And listen, we all, if you know James Curry, his heart and soul is in We The People Radio. So, the, you know, it came a time where, hey, <clears throat> the moon's aligned. <clears throat> we got to keep the show going. And him and I were doing uh, a show on Monday at the time. And then we were doing Freedom Friday. And it was like, yeah, I'll jump in. And we, you know, resurrected We The People Radio. And we have great listeners and viewers over there. It's great. It really is. James Curry. He is uh, the bee's knees. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> That's my boy. All the way over in Vegas. We, we got to meet once in person when we all got together at our friends, the Two Doomed Men podcast in Connecticut. He was in Jersey visiting his family. And I uh, got to meet him. Got to meet the guys from Sergeant Samurai podcast who were great. <clears throat> and uh, Garrett. Garrett and uh, Cocaine Steve, as we like to call them. They're great over there. The boys over at Two Doomed Men, uh, Chris and Skaggs, and then myself and James, and we sat down in their studio, and we did like this four-hour ridiculous off-the-rails podcast, and we all got to meet. And James is as ugly in person. Actually, I think he's uglier in person than he is on camera. The camera might help him out a little bit. But, all right. So, let's jump into some stuff. We got a few things. You know, yesterday we were talking about, uh, you know, I was talking about the border and how crazy it is and all of the illegals coming over and they're just going to keep coming over. And I think by the end of it, we'll have just maybe, I don't know, maybe over 10 million. Donald Trump says he thinks the number will be 15 million. I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot. You know, 5 million is too many. But... Up oh, there's 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 Stallone just barking it up. He goes to the front window of my house and just barks at everything that moves. It's great. So uh anyway, so we were talking about the border yesterday, and then I got some we'll start out with this. This came out yesterday uh, evening, which I don't know. I, I thought Governor Abbott, you know, Hot Wheels, Greg Abbott in Texas, you know, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, I call them Hot Wheels. What are you gonna call me? Uh disable a phobe or something. I don't really care what you call me because he's, he's a clown too. Not because he's in a wheelchair, just because I think he's full of shit half the time as well. I don't know. Are there any Texans in here that can tell me he's, he's, he's such a great governor. I I get he's trying to do things, but I just think he could have done more. So governor Greg Abbott officially declared an invasion at the Southern border by the Mexican drug cartels, which he did this. He, he, he declared an invasion or he declared an emergency at the border once before and he's, you know, put razor wire up and he's still building it. Look at all these, look at all these people coming in and they're not just Venezuelans or Mexicans or anything. I mean, you have, you got Haitians, you got Africans, you got Russians, you got Ukrainians, you got the Chinese, you got everybody spilling over the border every which way. I mean, in New York city, they have a, a, a migrant processing center. 
in uh, I think it's Midtown, that Midtown Manhattan, that they're not even processing. Most of the people they're processing are from African countries, from what I'm I'm hearing. Oh, you're in Texas. <clears throat> oh, Hog, sorry, in and out, busy as fuck today. Oh, are you under a car today, Hog? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing a, an engine swap? What are you doing? <laughs> keep keep those vehicles running. Texas governor has declared an invasion at the southern border, attributing it to the Mexican drug cartels. All right, so this is different. It's a state of uh, declaring an invasion because of the Mexican drug cartels who are doing all these trafficking, the coyotes and everything. This declaration comes as Governor Abbott takes a firm stance against the escalating security crisis and the influx of criminal activities from across the border, which I get. Listen, he put those big buoys out where they they, they had these metal components on and they were <laughs> the left was going crazy. He has saw blades on buoys. I mean, I they weren't saw blades, but I would not be opposed to actual circulating saw blades just spinning 24-7 like around these buoys like if you try to get through you might get your head chopped off i i would not be opposed to it i would literally make that rio grande the largest crocodile alligator whatever hairs you want to split and call the reptile the the biggest alligator or crocodile sanctuary in in the world well i would make that people are like oh what do we need to secure the border I think those those idiot Krasistein brothers, like, you know, if we keep building the wall, we're just going to be taking land that, that rightfully belonged to people. Okay. Okay. Then let's do this. All the public land along the border will make them minefields. Landmines will build a moat unless you could use the Rio Grande and we'll just load it with alligators and crocodiles. And then snipers. If you get through the crocodiles, all right. Let's see if you get through the landmines. And if you get through the landmines, you get sniped in the head for trying to come here illegally. Like, I'm done. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, that's so inhumane. I, I don't give a shit. Use your heads. Stop. Stop coming. It's not that we don't want you here. It's we want you to come legally. I don't have a problem with legal immigration. I'm not sitting here, you know, saying I'm a, it's not, it's not a race thing. It's I don't care what color you are or what, what you are. Just come here legally and be a functioning member of society. Don't come here and get on government assistance and get all this free shit and fuck my family. No. Or end up, you know, because they're coming here illegally and it's the only way they know. And they end up raping my neighbor's daughter. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, but that, but that's the narrative that they push. It's oh, you're against, you're get, you're racist. You're against all these people. No, no, no. I just want them to come here and nor- like normal people. I know so many people that have come to this country legally, and it's a process. I'm not saying it's an easy process. I think the process is 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 broken, and it, need, it needs a lot of fit. You know, it needs to be fixed. But so, Governor, we're just gonna call him Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels Abbott. That's all right. I call Madison Cawthorn Hot Wheels also. I, I don't care. They got nice wheelchairs. You might as well just, you know, feature their, uh, maybe their best asset, we'll say. Hot Wheels. Fuck it. I officially declared an invasion at our border because of Biden's policies. We deployed the Texas National Guard, DPS, and local law enforcement. We're building a border wall, razor wire, and marine barriers. We're also repelling migrants. 
He announced this in a Twitter post yesterday. And here it is with a letter <clears throat> dated back from November of last year about uh, this is to Joe Biden. So if Texas will continue to install more razor wire and fortify the border against illegal crossings, we will not back down. He said that in another post, and then he has a picture, he has a video of, I guess, maybe Texas Rangers or whoever it is putting up uh, putting up some razor wire here. There's no sound to it. But, yeah, we're just going to throw this here. Oh, there's all kinds of border wa wire there. I mean, <clears throat> but then what about, the, what about the parts where they have the video and the... Uh, they have video and photos of like the National Guard and places like lifting up the razor wire in order for them to come in. Yeah, let me let me lift this up for you. Just come on in. Come on in. Is that maybe because someone tried to climb through it and they're trapped in it or something? And uh, or, or or they just yeah yeah we're just gonna open it for you. Like I I don't get it. I don't get it. And here's another one. Oh here you go. Here's a bunch of them just coming through. Hold on a second. Is there any? And of course, of course, that doesn't want to play for me. Hold on a second. We're going to refresh this a minute. It's great. I love when this, when, when it, it like it does it on purpose. We're trying, trying to play something here. Here we go. All the people down by the water. Are they cutting the razor wire to let them in? That's the border patrol. And now we're gonna throw them a rope. Right, we gotta save these people now. Hey, good morning, Rocket. So they just cut. They just cut the razor wire. There are all kinds of people down there. Okay, now now they're up coming up from another spot here. And they're pulling the razor wire away. The border patrol's pulling the razor wire away. Making an opening. And here they come. Oh, because it, what is this? They have, they have to rescue them because they're, they're down by the water. So what's, what's the purpose of having a border and razor wire if we're just going to cut it open and let them in under the guise of, well, we have to rescue these people because they might drown. Well, I'm sorry, people. My humble opinion Drowning is a deterrent. Don't come. I mean, am I am I too am I wrong? Am I too harsh? I mean, I get it. It's horrible. People are gonna die. Here, according to data from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the number of illegal immigrants apprehended at the U.S.-Mexico border has surged since Joe Biden took office. Obviously, in January of 2021, in fiscal year 2021, Border Patrol apprehended 1.73 million people at the southwest border, the highest number since 06. Even more alarmingly, in fiscal year 2022, Border Patrol apprehended 2.38 million people at the southwest border, 
marking the highest number since 1993. For the year 2023, so far, we have a couple months left. Border Patrol apprehended 1.97 million so far. What about the ones that were not apprehended? And they're apprehended and they're released into this country. Yep. <clears throat> Just following orders, everybody. <clears throat> Treason. I get it. I get it. And it's just, it's that never-ending argument, following orders. Can't lose my job. Can't lose my pension because I have a wife, four kids, and a mortgage. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really disturbing. But what's really disturbing is you have all this stuff. I brought this up because there's another, you know, in, in New York City, how they are literally in Staten Island, they are evacuating... They are throwing out elderly veterans out of nursing homes so they can house illegal aliens. And the people that are protesting, because they're a little bit emotionally charged and raising their voice and blocking the buses with these illegals in it that they want to put in the nursing home they just threw the old veterans out of, they all get arrested by the New York City Police Department. <clears throat> but then what's crazy is, you go to Chicago, which is a shithole to begin with. This is the new mayor. This guy looks like he belongs in an insane asylum. And it is complete insanity. He does belong in an insane asylum because the new Chicago mayor, Brandon Johnson, signs a $29 million contract to build illegal immigrant camps in the city. Now, they were talking about this in New York City to possibly build... Did they have uh, tent encampments in the city on, I think, uh, I don't know if it's Roosevelt Island or Wards Island. They're talking about doing it in Central Park, beautiful Central Park. Now, I don't really care about billionaires or millionaires, but all of those high-rise buildings, they have this, this one building. It's like, they call it Billionaire's Row. And this building is, it's, it's a tall, thin, black building, and it's, it sits in the middle of basically... It's on the, what is it, the low, upper, well, I guess maybe upper east side, I was somewhere around there, and very prominent at the, at the tip of Central Park, dead center, and it looks over Central Park, beautiful Central Park. Can you imagine big, white, tented, like FEMA encampment-type structures in the middle of Central Park in New York City? You're in your, you know, $30 million penthouse apartment, and all you see is just illegals taking over the park. Not that I'm saying that, like, again, I don't have sympathy for them. It's just in general, this is what inner cities are looking to do, these Democrat-run inner cities. Although New York City's in a panic, even now that my horrible governor, Kathy Hochul's like, well, if you're going to leave your country because you hate it, don't come to New York. I was shocked she said that, but she's still garbage. Anyway, residents of Chicago were begging Mayor Brandon Johnson has stopped accepting more illegal immigrants, but he clearly isn't listening. Brand new mayor, by the way. Another guy hates the cops. And, and you know, the Chicago police can't enforce any laws. They're big, uh, <clears throat> a lot, a lot, of gun, a lot of gun laws there, but nobody listens to it because they're just all shooting each other. You know, 40, 50, 60 people shot on a Saturday night. And nah, that's no big deal. What is this guy doing? Yeah, going to spend $29 million to build camps for illegal aliens in the city. This is like a disaster in slow motion, they keep saying. Everyone can see the crash coming, but no one 
seems to be able to convince leaders to stop it. Like they know what the outcome is going to be, but nobody wants to stop it. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson has quietly, there you go, make sure nobody knows about it, quietly signed a $29 million contract with a security firm to build migrant-based camps as residents plead with the city's Democratic leaders to stop letting asylum seekers in the state. This is also a city under the previous mayor, Beetlejuice, spent millions of dollars for out-of-state women to come to Chicago to kill their babies. It was it, they, they made it an abortion sanctuary city, where if you're in a state that bans abortion, you come here and we'll pay you will pay to murder your kid. So if you're in Texas and they ban abortions there on a state level and you, you get over to Chicago, they'll gladly murder your baby. You can pay them on Tuesday for them to murder your baby today. Oh, that's horrible. The city's deal with the uh, controversial uh, Garda World firm signed last week includes at least six locations across the city with zones holding between 200 and 1,400 illegal aliens. They call them asylum seekers. It also includes bedding, laundry, showers, three meals a day, and security. Well, it's like it's, it's better than jail. You get secured so no one can harass you. So, I don't know, I'm sure there's still going to be robberies and rapes within the camps because they're all going to live like animals. You get nice bedding. You don't have to worry about buying. You get your laundry done or facilities to do it yourself so you don't have to, probably free, you don't have to go to the local laundromat with your stupid quarters and have to sit there for three hours. Wouldn't surprise me if they have like a concierge service that does drop off and pick up the laundry for these people. You get your showers and you get three meals a day, which no one will pay for except the city will be paying for it. The Chicago taxpayers will be paying for it. It comes as Chicago residents are becoming increasingly concerned about a surge of illegal aliens. I'm not going to call them asylum seekers. I don't care if it's written like that. Uh, arriving on buses from southern states. Many of the migrants have been transported north from Republican border states in a bid to prove Democrats' open arms policies are a disaster, which you can argue that here and there. You could say, hey, listen, you, listen, I have people that work in these organizations that are protecting children or, or trying to protect children from trafficking at the border, and they they don't like the idea that the kids are being bust. And I don't either. I don't like that. I don't think they should. I don't think red states should be putting the children on a bus and sending them to places like New York City, Chicago, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and things like that, or Philadelphia, whatever. These inner city, inner cities. Uh, it's, it's, I think that, I think that can easily blow up in their faces and uh, end up being, you know, just not good. Not good for anybody with the kids. I get the message that they're sending to blue states. Like, hey, you go. You wanted them. But it's like it's an unwinnable fight right now as far as, you know, moving these migrants, aliens all over all over the, the, the country. And they're going to keep doing it. The federal government through the NGOs funded with our money. Are going to are, are going to human traffic illegals all over the country until they figure out how they can get them to vote. We know that. So I just wanted to bring that up for a segue from you know an, an update from yesterday about all right, Governor Abbott. He's declaring an emergency because of the cartels, and now you have these cities. The more important thing is the cities like Chicago, 
that are spending an unbelievable amount of money to house these people. We're talking about cities where, you know, the average income is in the toilet, inflation is high, people are working two jobs, they can't make they can't make ends meet. But here we are, we have these illegal aliens that are going to get these big beautiful facilities with uh, free meals and laundry and people to secure them. How about take that money and, I don't know, get more security for your taxpayers against the horrible crime in Chicago and the guns, the illegal guns with the gangs, maybe more police task forces out there actively trying to make gun arrests from illegals and free Xboxes for trafficked kids. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Black Ring. There you go. <sighs> Need more alligators at the border. I'm telling you, it should be like a gauntlet to get here. And I'll tell you what. Alligators in a moat, landmines, snipers. Maybe something else cool. I don't know. And then if you get through the border gauntlet of all of these obstacles, then you know what? You got here legally. <laughs> we could call we could call it that. If you made it through all that, you could stay. You could stay. Sign here. We'll get it hooked up. You're uh, resilient enough. Anyway, enough with the border. It's bad, and it's not going to get any better until we start seeing changes. But, you know, we're busy trying to send all this money to Ukraine. Now they're, like, changing laws, changing the way government operates so that if the government shuts down, they could still have the Ukraine operations American support of Ukraine operations continue. Although I'm very confused and I want clarification on this. If they gave the exemption, which there's some sort of clause in there that the Pentagon can do this, the Secretary of State can do this, or the President can do this, where if the government shuts down, does that mean we can still give money to Ukraine or does that just mean we can continue training them in that aspect? I, I'm I'm trying to I want clarification on that. Abbott in on it. He could have stopped this in his state if he wanted to. I I can I think I I can agree mostly with that, Teresa. Teresa JS, nineteen sixty five. I don't ever remember seeing you in the chat. So if you're new here, welcome. Glad to have you. We have a pretty cool group in the morning. We have not seen Laura Ann yet, have we? We have not seen her yet. I know she posted about the show. We will have to scold her appropriately. But if you're new here, hit the thumbs up or you're a fed. Hit the thumbs up on the video. Do not be a fed. Don't be a fed. Okay. Merrick Garland, that piece of garbage, he was in a congressional hearing. What was it? Uh, yes, two days ago. Maybe it went into yesterday. And, you know, he lied a lot. He lied about... Two-tier justice system. Um, Troy Nels went after him. We're going to watch a couple videos. But first, I just want to check. Give me one second. There's one video I wanted to start with, which I know I have. Here we go. Here we go. This is probably the most glaring lie that he told. Uh, let's see if this plays right. This is, here you go. That means we apply the same laws to everyone. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless. 
one for the rich and another for the poor, one for Democrats and another for Republicans, or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion. Keep looking that at those means notes. we apply the same laws to everyone. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless, one for the rich and another for the poor, one for Democrats and another for Republicans, or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion. That means we apply the same law. So all of that was lies because we see it in front of our faces and they just think we're stupid. I love that he has to stare at a, at a, at a note pad to remind him what to say about how they apply the same laws to everyone. And it's bullshit because there are different, there are laws, but it's how they're, it's how they're applied and they are applied different. They are applied different. Why? When Hunter Biden, apparently there's a rumor that um, there's a, there's not from this last indictment, but there is a mugshot of him floating around somewhere that is being protected by the DOJ. And he's not getting indicted for tax crimes. He's not getting indicted for the foreign asset stuff yet. And who knows, maybe that'll come down the road, down the pipe. But all of these people, these Republicans who've been politically persecuted from the January Sixers back way when from the Roger Stones, the General Florence, Donald Trumps, and so many others. How can you sit there and say that there is not one way the law is applied for Democrats as they are for Republicans, especially in D.C.? I mean, show me a Republican that got a fair shake in a D.C. circuit court. I don't know. Are there any? Are there, is there one? Is there two? What's the, the uh, statistics there? So, oh, the good thing is you have members of Congress, and I, I, like, I like Congressman Troy Nels out of Texas, and he went after Merrick Garland a little bit and you know, definitely made the attorney general feel uncomfortable. It's very, it seems it's very easy to make meritless Garland feel uncomfortable. But Troy Nels, he forced, <laughs> he forced this douchebag, meritless Garland, to watch the uh, video of Joe Biden bragging about threatening Ukraine to fire Victor Shokin, which, we, I mean, we all saw it. They refused to acknowledge it. We're going to, let's get to the video quick, and then we'll, we'll speak about it so he would stop looking into Burisma, where Hunter was on the board. Would you agree? Uh, All right, let's okay. let the American people decide. Play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> Remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from Pay attention, uh, sir, Yatsenyuk please. that they would take action against I'm the looking. state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who there was you go. solid. 
Mr. Attorney General, what you just saw there was Joe Biden in his arrogance and role as the vice president in this country saying, if you don't fire Shokin, the United States isn't given the $1 billion loan. Why would Joe Biden say that as the vice president? Why would he say such a thing? Was it policy? Was it our policy at the time? Yes or no? It wasn't. I have documents here. Interagency policy committee dated a point of information. Is the gentleman ever going to let the I'm on my Shut up, Humpty Dumpty. Saying Shokin had made significant reforms. He's made significant reforms. Shokin did. Matter of fact, John Kerry says he was impressive. And you know, within a few months after Shokin was fired, they appoint a prosecutor that said, we're not going to look in the Burisma anymore. Cancel that. Forget it. We're not looking in the Burisma. Boom. Here comes the million dollars. Joe Biden threatened the Ukrainian president and the prime billion minister. Dollars. Everybody can see it. The fire Shokin or the United States won't give the billion dollars. If that is not quid pro quo, sir, what is? I will tell you what it is, and America agrees with me. It's bribery, and it's impeachable. Are you going to do something about it? I bet you not, and that's why you, sir, also need to be impeached. Did you see? Did you did you just see his face when he asked him? Hold on, Merrick Garland, watch this. Just just it, it happens really quick because Troy Nels runs out of time, and Merrick Garland like nods and acknowledges and almost laughs it off like he ran out of time. He doesn't have to answer. Watch. About it. I bet you not. And see, did you see it? Yeah. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Oh, he ran out of time. He's like, fuck this guy. I'm the attorney general. I work for the deep state. I've been involved in deep state bureaucracy for quite a long time. And there he is. They don't give a shit. They don't care. He, Joe Biden is vice president. We've, we've seen that clip hundreds of times. Spoke about, you're not going to fire the prosecutor looking into Burisma that my son is on the board of. Then you're not going to get the billion dollars. I'm vice president. Quid pro quo. Screw you. Merrick Garland, he didn't, he, I wish there was a, an opportunity for Merrick Garland to stumble over his words, but I get it. I'm glad it was on the record that it's on the congressional record that Gar that Merrick Garland was forced to watch that video. Although I'm sure Merrick Garland has watched that video so many times and laughed at it, just like they laugh at us. And and this is it. I said you're not getting the billion dollars. So they don't care. They don't care. They hate you. Your government. Hates you. Oh, good morning, Jobs Dead. Good morning, non-feds. Hit the thumbs up, but you're a fed. That's all there is to it. Can you, can you just... They don't even hide it anymore. They don't care. They don't care. They'll spin it and blame it on Republicans somehow. And meanwhile, you have this garbage installed clown Zelensky walking around the Capitol like he's the second coming of, of Christ talking about, you know, Republicans who don't want to give aid to Ukraine should, you know, they all need to be primary. They, if they want a government shutdown, then they, they hate America. And this is going to be a MAGA shutdown. Damn right. It is. I hope. Shut it down. I want the government shut down so bad. It hurts. It hurts. And, uh, you know, there, there's a post going around 
you know, 130 House Republicans are are on board with with voting yes to fund for Ukraine. Which here's the thing, and I was told this already. I'm, if the plan now, if the plan doesn't work, it's a different story. But if the plan is explained to me, does work and it passes the House, the Senate, like Rand Paul's already already vocal about it. It sounds like it, it's going to get killed in the Senate and then come back to the House, where then a lot of those 130 members that are voting yes are now going to move for a government shutdown. It's a giant play with a lot of moving parts. If it, if it blows up in their faces, well, then it's time, it's time people need to, uh, to be held accountable again, which nobody ever does. But I'd rather just to shut down now that's just me. I, I kind of don't agree with, with, with any of it. And I just want, we're not voting on anything. We're shutting the government down. We're shutting it down. And then let them cry and kick their feet. Oh, every government shutdown is because Republicans aren't getting their way. No, that's because Republicans, most Republicans, or I should just say America first representatives, because I don't like the word or the term Republican anymore. But, you know, they all have ours uh, next to their name, the ones, the America first candidates it is what it is we want them to just shut it down i they will they will they will kick and scream and complain you'll have republicans in the uniparty kicking and screaming and complaining it needs to happen it needs to happen now and the big question is will it stop the additional funding that 24 billion or whatever it is going to ukraine i think it will but it might not stop under that other provision for them to keep training Ukrainian uh, military. We've already trained, I believe, they said about 83 or 84,000 Ukrainian troops on the use of American weapons technologies and tactics and things like that. We've already, it's already, that's supposedly the numbers right now. They're getting the M1 Abrams tanks, I believe, either, either next week or next month. They're getting them delivered. We're going to start training the F-16 pilots in Arizona. I believe it's Arizona. Or maybe F-35 pilots now. Are they cloning our F-35? Do they have it over there yet? Are they, have they built any yet? Do they have a million Chinese slave children building F-35s yet based off the technology that might have just been stolen from us from a fighter jet that was flying around on autopilot? <laughs> you know, the debris field, they found it. I don't think there's any scorched earth or trees that would have just set on fire from a jet crashing into the earth at who knows how many miles per hour. But yeah, Merrick Garland is a clown. It's a joke. And yeah, I'm actually going to skip this one. We don't need to hear any more from Merrick Garland. I want to get into the Clintons. This is quite interesting. Uh, before we get into it, I want to play a video. This is from... Uh, one of the Dilly meme team members, the meme fellas, Mags. It's only about a minute long, but it's just a good opening and segue into speaking about the Clintons in Ukraine. Let's play this. Monica! Bill Clinton was a known sexual predator when Democrats voted him into the White House. Once in office, Clinton used his powerful position to sexually assault young women. Hillary silenced and slandered Bill's victims, 
I think we're going to find some other things. And I think that I think when she enjoyed all of this it. is put into context and we really look at the people involved here, look at their motivations, look at their backgrounds, look at their past behavior, some folks are going to have a lot to answer for. After his presidency, Bill Clinton regularly kept the company of Democrat donor and known pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. According to flight logs and Epstein's victims, Clinton traveled on Epstein's private jet to his private rape island. Rape island. The Clinton Foundation accepted money from Epstein regularly, and the disgraced pedophile even had this painting of Clinton hanging in his Manhattan mansion. Hands <laughs> a little context of the of the uh, the Clintons, but it gets better because. As a, some if you haven't seen, is you know what they did in Haiti, right? With the ravished, uh, earthquake ravaged Haiti with all the missing kids. Then you know the issue with the uh, the Clinton Global Initiative and the Clinton uh, Foundation with all of the uh, the finance issues around it. Well, hold on one second. Let me one. Let me find it here. My apologies, people. Here we go. This is yeah. This is from the eighteenth. Hold on. I don't know why my computer is doing this. Stand by. Apologies. And man, I I I hate these these websites sometimes. All right. Here we go. Clinton, in Newsmax article, but we have some more. Clinton Foundation to launch a Ukraine action network. The Clintons want to rebuild Ukraine. They want to rebuild Ukraine. Why? Well, there's a lot of money to be made in Ukraine. And all of the warmongers and all of the humanitarian efforts that are going to go towards the Ukrainian recovery that we are going to pay for and other organizations like BlackRock and the you know, I'm sure the the the, uh, the communist uh, China government is going to be involved. So after a six-year break, the Clinton Global Initiative is reconvening in New York this week with a launch Tuesday, which I believe is either this Tuesday coming or it happened already. Uh, I believe it might have happened this Tuesday. A ma- for a major humanitarian effort in war-torn Ukraine. Hide your kids, people. Ukrainian people, hide your children. The Associated Press reported that the initiative called the CGI. That's an interesting CGI. That's very interesting. The CGI Ukraine Action Network will create and finance commitments to Ukraine from its global partners and new world leaders. According to the report, the New York the new network is the brainchild of former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Ukrainian First Lady Elena Zelenska and will be made up of numerous monetary commitments to the country. Okay, so the First Lady's in on it with Hillary Clinton. What's going on? How much are the Zelenskys, the First Lady and his wife, the First Lady and his wife? <laughs> no, that was, that was Barack Obama and Big Mike. The first lady and her husband, who plays the piano with his penis, and I think is a complete homosexual. How much are they going to be making on this? 
This year's meeting will focus on what it takes to keep going, to maintain and advance progress in spite of the difficulties that arise and increase our capacity to cross the divides and make common cause with one another wherever possible to build a stronger future for all, the Clintons said in a letter to, to the CGI community regarding this week's conference. It's all a lie. It's all a scam. The Clintons are looking to set themselves up again for hundreds of millions of dollars, the Clinton Foundation, more human trafficking, and already a hotbed of human trafficking. Why not exploit it more? Why not have people pay for it this time under the guise of let's start this big humanitarian effort? Haiti 2.0. You're going to tell me that in the hotbed of money laundering, government corruption, and human trafficking, especially children, and the exploitation of children that happens in Ukraine, and there are so many exposés out there on it. Look up a good friend, Natalie Denise. She did a while back a lot of things about the uh, exploitation and trafficking of children in and around and through and, and out of Ukraine that even reached the, the New York. Interesting, New York, Clinton's, Ukraine. I'm not trying to be conspiratorial here, but you're telling me after all of the issues that surround the Clinton Foundation, they're just going to launch this giant humanitarian effort in Ukraine for the kids, for the people? Oh, they're doing it for the kids. They're doing it too. How many kids are going to be separated during this war recovery? What are they expecting to happen I mean, yeah. On October 4th, 911 to report an emergency. Joe Biden is killing America and tell them to do something about it. Yeah. All right. This year's meeting will focus on what it takes to keep going. Yes. Advance the progress of trafficking. In addition to Ukraine, this year's forum will tackle the issues of climate change. <laughs> climate, we're going to rebuild Ukraine with climate to prevent climate change while we're trafficking your kids, health care, income inequality, and food insecurity, as well as threats to democracy around the world and record-setting refugee displacement. Record-setting refugee displacement, separating children from their families, figuring out a way to do it because they're all displaced. As always, the focus will be on what we can do, not what we can't, the letter read. And we'll highlight how even seemingly small actions, when taken together, can turn the tide on even our most stubborn challenges. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The Clintons see an opportunity to make money, just like all of these warmongers, to make money and to do some nefarious things. So I'm going to play a video. J.D. Vance, senator out of Ohio, was asking a lot of questions about Ukraine. It was on Jesse Waters uh, two nights ago, and he's exposing the Biden-Clinton cash pipeline to Kiev and that the U.S. is sending the World Bank $25 billion, and then the World Bank is sending the money to the Clintons, and the Clintons are sending it to Ukraine like they're, they're buying children. Yeah. Absolutely. Ask the Haitian people how disgusting um, Hillary Rodham Clinton is, the Clintons themselves. Natalie Denise does amazing work. She's great. She's a good friend. And uh, she just lost her dog, unfortunately. She had to put her dog down. She's very broken up about it. But she does some crazy, amazing work. Listen, this video is 10 minutes long. I'm going to start it 
It tells some stuff, some, some story. Jesse Waters, who I don't hate. He's all right. Um, he's you know he's no Tucker Carlson, but uh, I might have to fast forward it a little bit when we get to JD Vance. But this gives some context on the uh, the whole Clinton issue. The true winner in any war is always the war machine. Absolutely. But we're just not talking about defense contractors. War profiteers come in different shapes and sizes. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange says endless wars are the goal. The goal is not to completely subjugate Afghanistan. The goal is to use Afghanistan to wash money out of the tax bases of the United States, out of the tax bases of European countries, through Afghanistan, and back into the hands of a transnational security alliance. That is the goal, i.e. the goal is to have an endless war, not a successful war. War can be noble but also a business opportunity. So today, Ukrainian President Zelensky told the United Nations what Huge he wanted business. to hear. Humanity is failing on its climate policy Cookie objectives. Monster. This means that extreme weather will still impact the normal global life, and some evil state will also weaponize its outcomes. When islands and countries disappear underwater, and when tornadoes and deserts are spreading into, into new territories. And when all of this is happening, one unnatural disaster in Moscow decided to launch a big war. What country is disappearing underwater? Give me cookie. And his country's getting shelled to death and he's begging us to buy electric cars? Sounds like he's just trying to consolidate <laughs> Western support for Ukraine by speaking their language and appealing to their green god. Joe Biden approves this message. I ask the United States Congress for additional funds to expand World Bank financing by $25 billion. If we allow Ukraine to be carved up, is the independence of any nation secure? World Bank financing. Just the answer is no. It's not only an investment in Ukraine's future, but in the future of every country. So we have to save the future of the world by saving Ukraine. That is the message. Yes. Save money, the money, money. the environment and the children. And once you say those magic words, the Clintons appear. <laughs> Today, just five minutes from the United Nations. Children? The Clinton Global Initiative announced their very own program to rebuild Ukraine. <laughs> In other words, the Clintons have found their new Haiti. Do we really believe we can make the future better for ourselves and others or not? doesn't matter if I'm rich and famous and powerful. I can still make a difference, and I can't let anything stand in my way. Then came Hillary. From getting those kids punch. and money. I believe their fight is our fight, uh, their fight for freedom. So we have to stay with the Ukrainians, and it is really important uh, not to push, push them to negotiate when, number one, the person you negotiate with is not trustworthy. You cannot trust anything he says. Diplomat Hillary doesn't want a peace summit. Why rebuild half the country when you can rebuild the whole country years later? They're calling it the Clinton Global Initiative Ukraine Action Network in a salute to Al Sharpton, whose charities never dodge taxes. Early <laughs> investors include actor Matt Damon, Liv Schreiber, the Ford Foundation, and of course, Airbnb. Also, the World Bank is in bed with the Clinton-Ukraine Action Network. So what did Joe Biden just tell us? The U.S. is sending the World Bank $25 billion. Right. 
and then the World Bank is sending the money to the Clintons, and then the Clintons are sending it to Ukraine. <laughs> if you think the Clintons are the only profiteers feasting on the proxy war, you're wrong. Joe Biden just appointed a Democrat mega donor to be Ukraine reconstruction czar. Yep. We are pleased to extend a warm welcome to From the Obama administration, former Secretary of Commerce, yeah. who was named by President Biden as the special representative for Ukraine's eco economic recovery. So how is Penny Pritzker qualified to rebuild Ukraine? Well, she's a billionaire heiress of the Pritzker family who founded Hyatt Hotels and who bankrolled Obama's election. And in return, Penny was named Commerce Secretary, where she just happened to travel to Ukraine at least three times. Big qualifications. And delivering the billion-dollar loans that Biden leveraged to get the prosecutor fired. Guess who she brought with her to Ukraine? Hyatt Hotel executives. You know, the company she owns. Also, the DuPonts the Delaware chemical tycoons who sponsor Joe Biden. Penny is the perfect czar. Look at the money but we can make here. Chain doesn't stop there. Head of the teachers unions, Randy Weingartner, has taken a keen interest in a war zone. In the last year, I've been in Ukraine three times, I and several of my other officers. And what we have attempted to do is to support children's education and support democratic principles. Because at the end of the day, if we do not do that in Ukraine, what happens to the rest of the world? Your children's schools are crumbling, but Randy wants to rebuild Ukraine schools. Sure. And why has the American Teachers Union president been to Ukraine more than Chicago? We'll never know exactly what Randy, Penny, and Hillary are doing there, and that's the point. We're not even allowed to ask exactly where our $100 billion of aid we sent How them. dare you ask? The Ukrainian army's disinformation czar <laughs> oh, says asking questions is treasonous. Look at this. The czar's name's Sarah. Sarah is transgender. It's a dude. Sarah is an American. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance asked the Pentagon if she was an intelligence operative because clearly something's going on here. Yeah, 100% he is. Senator Vance asked because Sarah fled our country to fight in Ukraine, so... Is she on the CIA payroll or what? Yep. Simple question. Why is an American trans man the spokesman for the Ukrainian military? Is this a psyop to rattle the Russians? <laughs> or is this a transgender disinformation are the perfect person to execute the propaganda war? Yeah. And if we ask these questions, Sarah says we are creating gender chaos. Senator Vance recently asked the U.S. Director of National Intelligence along with the secretaries of state and defense, if I was working in some capacity for the American government. Simply put, I'm an American serving as a Ukrainian infantry soldier and combat medic in the dual role of spokesperson and Russian disinformation analyst. The remaining speculation surrounding me this is, is disappointing. Bizarre world. While in Ukraine, we are fighting for global liberty and the ideology of victory. Too many in Moscow and across the world are still caught up in focusing on the tired trope of gender chaos, I only answer to three groups of people. Listen to this. My Ukrainian commanders, right? the Ukrainian people, and the American taxpayer. Why is she answered to American, oh, taxpayers. American taxpayer? Why? So we're paying Sarah's salary. Exactly. Now, last time I, I said checked, this the if other you're day. paying someone's salary, you get to ask whatever you want. And when Sarah, Hillary, Randy, and Penny get together, we have a lot of questions. Let's now bring in Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. So you've been scolded by the transgender Ukrainian American taxpayer-funded disinformation czar, Senator. Uh, do you feel, you know, rightfully humbled? 
Well, Jesse, my first reaction when I saw this video was that SNL had somehow gotten funny again. I, I was sure <laughs> that it was a big, I said the big same comedy thing. skit, and I was not in on the joke. And, and then I, I shockingly learned that this is actually a real person real who life. really does purport to represent the Ukrainian military, which, of course, is almost uh, entirely funded at this point by the American taxpayer. Now, now, here's the really crazy thing, Jesse, is the original video that I was responding to this person, this Ukrainian spokesperson, says that anybody who engages in Russian propaganda is going to be hunted down, literally threatening violence against anybody who engages in, quote, Russian propaganda. But as you know, Jesse, multiple American journalists have been accused of engaging in Russian propaganda. Multiple members of the United States Senate have been accused. So are, are we really funding a military that is threatening the free speech rights of people who disagree with the Ukrainian war effort? Yes. That is preposterous, and it gives lie to the idea that this is all about freedom and democracy. If we're all about freedom and democracy, why are our paid guns threatening the free speech rights of all Americans? Please don't hunt me down, Sarah. I didn't do anything wrong. So, Senator, when you see this new news about the Clinton Global Initiative Ukraine Action Network, and we got Airbnb, you know, we got famous Hollywood actors now involved, and the World Bank's kind of laundering American taxpayers through the Clintons into Ukraine, it could be a noble cause, yes, but it also seems a little suspicious considering what the Clintons have been known for their entire career. Do you agree? Oh, I certainly agree, Jesse. I, I, I really guess that five years from now, we're going to find out that between the Clintons and a number of American private equity firms and other hyper-global corporations, that you're going you're gonna to find a lot of people have gotten rich from this. And it's really sad, uh, and it's really despicable, because, of course, the Ukrainians didn't invite the war on themselves. I have disagreements with their leadership, but not with the people. But you can almost see the elites of Washington and New York City salivating over acquiring more power and more money for themselves on the backs of the Ukrainian war effort. Uh, anybody who doesn't see this for what it is, I think, is blind to the reality. It's one of the reasons why, Jesse, we have to start asking tough questions about how long is this going to go on? To your point, are we going to let the entire country be destroyed? Half of it's already been destroyed. Are we going to encourage American investors and American politicians to get rich and powerful in Ukraine? This is real oh, stuff. The video... The, the investors, the, the fact that these people are salivating over another distressed country that they can go into, it should ring a lot of alarms. Corruption. Raise a lot of red flags for a lot of people. Money. It certainly does for me. Yeah, me too. Trafficking. And, and the timing is ghoulish considering this war is not even close to being over and they're already lining up corporations and donors and investors. BlackRock, China. I don't like the smell of it. Doesn't smell good to me. We'll uh, definitely continue to investigate. I hope you guys too, too, in the Senate. Thank you so much. There you go. It, you put the pieces together. It's not hard to figure out where these sick people are that want these sick and forever wars to grift on. The corporations, the Black Rocks, the billionaires, the, the Clintons, the rich and powerful, that Bill Clinton said it himself, that nothing will stand in his way in order to help with this humanitarian and rebuilding effort for Ukraine. Yeah, go talk to the people in Haiti. Go talk to those people. It's it's uh so again, we have the Clinton Foundation launch this new organization to help rebuild Ukraine and provide humanitarian aid to those impacted by Russia's 18-month invasion. 
and this all happened. They had their big Tuesday, the Clinton Global Initiative meeting. The CGI Ukraine Action Network. Hmm. With financial pledge, pledges from millionaires, corporations, and they call, you know, that are going to support these nonprofits that are going to be working in Ukraine, that are going to be controlled by all of these people. Again, Ukraine, hotbed, corruption, money laundering, child trafficking, organ harvesting, just exploitation, porn, everything you can imagine. And let's face it, the Clinton Foundation, child trafficking, crimes against children, that was all quoted in the 2018's, yeah, 2018's Inspector General Report, right? So it's safe to say that this is going to be Haiti 2.0 if it's allowed. Well, who's going to stop it? They're doing God's work, humanitarian efforts. Except remember that, that woman who worked for the Clintons? I think she worked for the Clintons. Laura Silsby. James will talk about her tonight on Freedom Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, by the way. She got arrested trying to flee Haiti with 33 Haitian children, claiming that they were displaced and none of them knew who their families were or their families were dead, and that proved not to be the case, and she was arrested. But then the Clintons the people she was trafficking, attempting to traffic these 33 children for, stepped in and her sentence was reduced. <clears throat> yeah, Hillary's Laura Silsby, there you go. Tried to steal the Haitian kids. And wasn't she involved? She was involved in, Amber, in the Amber Alerts, right? Does she have a big position in whatever the Amber Alerts were? That's very, very interesting. And then Silsby's lawyer was arrested at some point for being involved, if not running, a human trafficking ring. People just think, so here's the thing, like, people that see it aren't going to forget, but they're going to turn around and just, you know, all of that was a conspiracy theory. What are you talking about? The Clintons did really good work in Haiti after the earthquakes. Really? Go talk to those Haitian people about the... Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton. Go talk to them about it. So that sicko American trans man, the man dressed up as a woman that you thought was a Saturday Night Live skit, who I talked about, I think it was at yesterday's show or the day before, Sarah Ashton Cirillo from, you know, the United States, from Vegas, actually, who fled the country to go become a combat medic and a sergeant in the Ukrainian military, and then he became the spokesperson, the English-speaking spokesperson for the Ukraine military. Well, that freak has been suspended, so they say, uh, suspended as Ukraine spokesperson and under investigation for issuing death threats against Russian propagandists. I think they're backpedaling here. I don't believe he is truly under investigation. I think they're just making some moves here to, to appease certain people. Because this freak said that we will hunt down Russian propagandists and justice will be served. Now, earlier, just in that video, and I, I played that clip, a similar clip, uh, one of the last shows of this thing talking about the three groups 
that he answers to, you know, the Ukrainian government, his commanders, and the American taxpayers. Why would this individual answer to the American taxpayer if he's not an American taxpayer-funded government asset of some sort, CIA, intelligence agencies, whatever it might be. Very, very interesting. And I'm imagining if we really were able to peel back the layers that the CIA is balls deep in this whole Ukraine issue. 100% no doubt about it. They love to use the transgenders on mainstream media. Yes, Whiskey, I agree. So my thoughts on this is, one, it's mocking us on the world stage, okay, that an American citizen transgender man, a man in a wig, who looks like a younger shaven Zelensky, looks like a Saturday night skit, and that we're such a joke in, on the world stage because of how, we, how, it, how it looks, how America embraces this transgender agenda because it's so prominent in mainstream media that they actually think having this sick freak speaking in as an american representing ukraine that it will appeal to the western world because it's a man in a wig with tits they like transgenders in america so let's get an american speaking an american citizen who's going to come and have this heroic story and get an award while, back in Vegas that's going to come in all this heroism of how it's a combat medic and sergeant and has become the English-speaking American spokesperson for the Ukraine military because that will appease the Western world because they love all that tranny shit because we're such a joke on the world stage. Tell me I'm wrong. So Sarah Ashton Cirillo, what was its name before Sarah? I got to find out. It was probably like Seth. It looks like a Seth or like a Steve. I don't know. Sarah Ashton Cirillo, a U.S. transgender soldier serving as an... So it's an American citizen, but let's get it straight. It's not a U.S. soldier. This tranny soldier serving as an English-speaking spokesperson for Ukraine has been suspended from his duties as a spokesperson for the Territorial Defense Forces of the Armed Forces of Ukraine. The Gateway Pundit previously reported that Cirillo issued death threats against Russian propagandists who are criticizing the Ukrainian government, which you heard it themselves, herself. She said, this videos, uh, I played it, where Russian propagandists will be hunted down and justice will be served. How's justice served after you hunt, or, hunt them down? Are you just going to execute them? Or are you going to imprison them like you do American journalists and members of the clergy who speak bad about the war? Because that's what they're doing in Ukraine. The democracy that we're supposedly helping save that, don't, that does not want to have elections. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation honesty to shine brightly, said this sick tranny in some weird statement. The spokesperson did not hold back on the message and added, next week the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash even harder and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. So who, who are they killing? Who are they, who are they threatening to kill? And this tranny's warning did not stop there. This puppet of Putin is only the first of Russia's war criminals. Propagandists, here we go, will all be hunted down and justice will be served. 
we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. That's when J.D. Vance, senator out of Ohio, demanded the Biden regime release information regarding this American. And he said, I'd like the Biden administration to explain who is who this crazy Ukrainian spokesman is and whether they stand by Ukraine's clear attack on free speech. Obviously, they do. Obviously, they, they, they don't want free speech when they're locking up clergy members, other people, and want to hunt down what they label as Russian propagandists. This is what this is what they're doing, people. It's so sick. Since the staff of J.D. Vance is keeping a close eye on my Twitter, this is from this freak, I'd ask that the senator kindly back the delivery of uh, whatever that is to Ukraine so that, oh, uh, money and, and weapons, so we can end this war of Russia aggression as quickly as possible and make sure the next loss, the next lost life is the last lost life of this genocide. Oh, stop. So Vance responded back and said, since I've got your attention, are you in Ukraine still planning to kill people who engage in speech you don't like? Are there any American citizens on the kill list? It's uh, so supposedly this individual has been suspended. I don't buy it. And it's, it's, it's all part of this weird web of, of corruption and, and, and sick shit, the Clintons, $25 billion to the World Bank. I want to get James's perspective on it tonight. I'm sure he's going to have some more information that I did not uh, speak about because he, he's, been, he, he's, he's been talking about the Clintons and researching the Clintons forever. But uh, I go, oh, good morning, Eddie three three three. But it's um, it's weird. It's weird. What is this? Let your voice be heard. Call nine one one on October fourth and report an emergency. Biting is killing America. I mean, you're re- you're really. I-, I have to stop for a second. You're asking people to go on their phones and call nine one one and talk to some random local police dispatcher for some random local police department and say. Biden is killing America. You really want people to clog up the 911 emergency lines of local governments, of police departments and fire departments and, 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 and medical emergency lines to say Biden is killing America? Can I ask a serious question, Whiskey, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I'm, I'm talking to you in the chat now. What the fuck is that supposed to do? Other than clock, I, I was a paramedic in New York City for a long time, and I know how the 911 system works. It's completely useless and fruitless to even attempt to do that. The only thing you might do is tie up, if you get enough people to do it, you'll tie up a local system for someone calling 911 because their baby's choking, their father's having a heart attack, somebody's house is on fire, and there's people trapped in the house. Oh, so I, I, I understand, and I apologize. I don't want you to take it the wrong way if it's not coming from you or you're encouraging it, but I'll tell you what. Take that shit out of this chat because that is complete bullshit. Call 911 on October. What's October 4th? 10-4 and and report an emergency. Biden is killing America. I'll tell you this. Anyone who even thinks that's a good idea and wants to do that is a fucking retard. You heard it here. That is pro... If it's going around fine, then... The people that are spreading that message 
You should probably, Whiskey, you're probably a really great patriot. Um, stop putting that in random chats that you're showing up in. No, America won't wake up because people are calling 911. It's the idiot, most idiotic thing you could even say. And if you truly believe that calling 911 on October 1st, w- w- what is it going to wake up? What is it going to wake up? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. It's going to kill somebody. It's going to kill somebody. Because when, when people are going to abuse the 911 system and somebody really needs 911 for an emergency, but some retard is on, they go, Biden, it's killing America. You're a fucking retard. Full stop, full send. That's the tweet. Anyone who calls 911, I don't care what the date is and says Biden's killing America. Well, all it's all over YouTube. All of those fucking people are retards. I don't care who's saying it. I don't care how big of a following they have. They are all retards. If you call 911 to say Biden's killing America, you are a retard. Retard, say it with me. Fucking retard. All of them. Anyone who thinks that calling 911 to say Biden is killing America, if you're currently following me, please unfollow me. Please go away because you're a fucking retard. I don't care where it's all over. And those people saying it, they're assholes. I don't care who's saying it. I don't care who they are. They're assholes. That's probably the stupidest thing I've heard in a long time. That and that JFK is going to emerge from the fucking grave and install Donald Trump as like some sort of weird king or something. Like, just come on, people. Can we have a little bit of fucking brain cells? Like, can, can, we, can we use a little bit of fucking logic here? The, the, the shit like that pisses me off because you want to know something? Shit like that makes real people that care and want to do the right thing the right way look like fucking idiots. Looks like we should all put our tinfoil hats on and our white bunny ears on and then go hop off a fucking cliff because that's just how stupid we look. And listen, James Curry, my co-host, he, he was probably one of the original truthers out there back with Sam Tripoli and all of them. And I cannot wait to dunk on this more with him tonight because it's not you're you're obviously you're obviously not listening to me okay biden isn't killing anyone what does that have to do with calling 911 what is 911 going to do what are they going to go and oh my god joe biden's killing america calling all cars calling all cars car 54 where are you biden's killing america please respond to the white house and arrest him all 911 agencies please put out a put out an apb Joe Biden is killing America. We, we better go get him because we have all these retards calling 911. Get the fuck out of here. Use your head. Use your head. Holy shit. I've, 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 never, I've never heard of some... I've heard some stupid things, but that recently, that's probably the most stupid. Everyone call 911. Hello? Should I bring my shoes so I have them? Remember the jerky boys? That would be a good Jerky Boys. A good Jerky Boys uh, skit from back in the day. Hello, 
911. Joey Basement is killing America. Please help. Well, what's your address? Well, it's the White House. That's where he is. Go get him. Ah. Holy retard. I'm not calling you a retard whiskey, and if you take it that way, but I will tell you this. If you're going to sit there and say that that's a good idea and something could actually happen because everyone calls 911 positive, then yes, you're a retard. 85 fourth with 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> I've called a few of those ZMS jobs dead. I've, 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 I've called, I've called a few of those. I've called, I was stay I was actually stabbed on the job in my, in my shoulder with a steak knife by a crazy lady who called for stomach pains. <laughs> it's fun back in the day, back in the old wild west of New York City. Yeah, everything's retarded whiskey. But calling 911 is probably the most retarded thing ever. Calling 911 to say America, that Biden is killing America might even be more of a retarded statement or thing to do than listen to Alejandro Mayorkas say that the border is secure. I, I don't, I think they're equal. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is to each his own. Just don't clog up the 911 system, people, with stupid shit. It's bad enough you have people like, you know that you know what it reminds me of? You're being and, and Jobs Dead, you're probably you're probably gonna get this too. You are gonna get this. So Jobs Dead was a New York City police officer. I was a New York City paramedic. You get a call for a car accident and you show up and it's this little fender bender and there's traffic backed up for miles. And when I mean fender bender, it's like there's a bumper bent and there's a scratch, nobody's hurt, and they're all standing outside their car, scratching their heads, taking photos with their stupid phones. Uh, pulling out their insurance information. When you look and like 10 feet of way, away, they could have pulled over onto the side of the road and not have three lanes of traffic blocked for nine miles. Yeah. I hate those people. And I, I equate those people to the people that say, call 911 and Biden's killing America. <sighs> yeah, it's like an army crossing the southern border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to call 911 for that too? Maybe, maybe the local dog catcher will come and scoop them all up and bring them to the illegal alien pound. Ugh. <sighs> It's Freedom Friday, everyone. We went over 9 o'clock, but it is what it is. Yeah, people in this chat are smarter than you think. None of us are uh, oh, probably going to take this wrong, but oh, I'm going to do it. We don't have any Q-tards here. And uh, I tolerate Q-tards to a degree, but it's not a very high degree. So... Come to fucking reality. Don't call 911. <laughs> I can't. 911. Anyway, I got one more thing. I, see, this is what 911 should be called on, maybe. This one. Because Joe Biden, according to White House aides, they have to walk around on eggshells because Biden feels fears that he'll die. 
So he either needs to be well, either a mental institution or just, I don't know. So when Hunter Biden allegedly lied on a federal background check form, 2018, and illegally bought a firearm, who were the real victims? Were they the people who could have been harmed by a man who, by his own admission, was in the throes of a drug habit and would have made fear and loathing in Las Vegas? <laughs> Author Hunter S. Thompson, Tell the Future, President's Son. Whoa, from one drug-loving hunter to another. Buddy, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Were they the law-abiding gun owners of America who are already seeing idiot liberals pounce on the case as a reason to push for more gun control, which, by the way, Biden is 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 starting some new office about the gun control initiative or some bullshit. I saw that this morning briefly. I haven't looked quite into it. <clears throat> you know, it's have a good weekend, Whiskey. I'm glad you were here. Don't call 911. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, of course not. To the media, the real victim, of course, is Joe Biden because, you know, his son, his son has a drug problem. The other son died. And oh my God, now my other son is on the wrong side of the law and got federally indicted for bullshit gun charges. And you know, I'm a loving father and a devout Catholic and family man. Well, NBC News report published Saturday that is unbelievable in how little blame is appointed to either the charged son or the chronically enabled father, one source said. Biden has even laminated aloud that he might be dead before his son's case is resolved. And apparently he's worried about this, and White House staffers are noticing it. And uh, I'm not going to go into this whole history about it, about him being, you know, nobody cares. The bottom line is they're saying this emotional toll continues to weigh heavily on the president and first lady who approached the most sensitive family matters as a father and mother above all else, according to a source familiar with their thinking. I don't, they're not thinking on their own. But apparently, he keeps talking about or pointing out that he might be dead before Hunter's case is resolved. And, yeah, that's really, really not the best argument or case if you want another four years as president of the United States. Illegal alien pound. Sounds interesting. I mean, it's like a concentration camp, except they're not going to throw you in an oven. They're not going to kill you. They're just going to ship you back. Illegal alien pound. I mean, it's been done before, but for the wrong reasons, right? Oh, that's horrible. It's horrible. I'm just, it's just amazing what some people come up with. And again, I'm not blaming it on whiskey, whiskey horn there. I'm, I'm not. It's... The fact that Whiskey sees it flying around the internet and then decides just to willy-nilly promote it instead of stopping and saying, why would we call 911 to report Joe Biden is killing America? Like, in what depths of or arenas of normalcy does that sound like it's a good idea? No. I'm sorry, people. It's not. Anyway, it's Freedom Friday. That's really all I got. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to tell you all to go buy my cigars for Freedom Friday. MyPatriotCigars.com. It is the, these are the best handmade premium cigars you're going to get. 
and especially get supporting good causes too, like veteran suicide awareness, the January 6th defense funds that the Patriot Freedom Project is running. Jonathan Allen gave $100 in the chat today for the January 6th kids Christmas gift card drive, which in turn I match dollar for dollar. So we're moving right along with that. And Cynthia Hughes over at the Patriot Freedom Project is ecstatic of what we're doing. And there will be some major acknowledgement when this is all said and done. You will see it. I'm sure it will be written about. And uh, good things, good things to come. But MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA gets you 25% off. And you get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. And if you watch shows like mine, you see... My Patriot Cigar is starting to pop out, a pop up more often, almost like Mike Lindell's My Pillow, because I've sponsored several shows, affiliate programs, The Dilly Show, Steak for Breakfast, which today is Friday. Steak for Breakfast, my boys over there, Ronan Noah, will be dropping another episode today. They're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, they're audio only. Make sure you're following and you check out Steak for Breakfast podcast. They have a they have a lot of, uh, of, of Congress uh, members cycle through their show, as well as you know, Don Jr., Cash Patel is on often, Christina Bob, uh, Roger Stone has been on. They have a, a guest list, and uh, I'm on there every once in a while. Brendan Dilley from The Dilly Show was, was on there Tuesday, I believe. It's a great show, Steak for Breakfast, so go check them out. Q is a real problem. This group is a control unit based off, what was it, propaganda? Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't disagree. I, listen, everybody can have their beliefs. I'm not going to judge them. But when, when, it's, when it's to the point where the, these, these people are like, I don't know. I don't, want to, I don't want to equate them to drug addicts, but it's like maybe I should. I don't care who it pisses off. You have this addiction, this obsession with something. And, and Q is that. And, and, and it's, it's the ultimate cult. It really, really is. They're right up there with CrossFitters, that CrossFit cult. And they talk about being free thinkers. And they talk about doing your own research. But then if you disagree with a Q drop or somebody who's heavy involved in Q and you disagree with them, they get really mad at you. And then they, they're almost, they have, they have terms for you. You're controlled opposition. You're this, you're that. You don't know. Oh, before I get rid of it, go to mypatriotcigars.com and pick up some great cigars. I'm sidetracked here at the end of the show. MAGA, promo code, use it, 25% off. Get great cigars, get a gift card. Get merch. Help me build the brand. The brand is thriving. This month is a year in business. Thanks to people like you, it's been a great success. I've managed to send cigars to every state in the country because of people like you. I want to keep doing it. If you love the cigars, come back for more. Get a hat, get a shirt, buy some cigars for deployed service members. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. Get a gift card for somebody. The, the holidays are coming. They're e-gift cards, so they, you get an email with a code. And they can use a 25% off promo code as well, MAGA, on any purchases. But my mypatriotcigars.com promo code MAGA, 25% off. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you don't listen to the Dilly Show with Steak for Breakfast podcast, you're a fed. If you're not here, um, at least four out of the five mornings for MAGA mornings, you're a fed. If you're not coming into our shows on Tuesdays and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern with me and James Curry, you're a fed. You're a fed, you're a fed, you're a fed. Don't be a fed. I yeah, just Q is just, I can't have a normal conversation with a, a hard cure, a hard, I can't even talk, a hardcore Q person. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Because Q and QAnon, from what I understand, is different. It's different because I know some people that are hardcore into the Q drops who thought, oh, what are all those people that showed up to that Texas hotel thinking that JFK was going to be re- resurrected and that they're known as QAnons, I think. A lot of the Q people, and I know several of them, they, um, they thought all those people were batshit crazy, you know? Yeah, we'll be in the chat this evening, Jonathan. Thanks for, uh, thanks for popping in. But yeah, I, I just... I don't have I don't have the tolerance for it because a lot of them are black pillars. A lot of them are black pillars. Uh, black pillars meaning they tell you not to vote. You're a slave to the system. Don't do this, don't do that. Trust the plan. The cavalry's on the way. Yeah, yeah. It's just Donald Trump's going to be back in office before you know it because we're going to have military tribunals. Then, then how about when they, they start? Everybody's already been arrested. They're just not telling you. Everybody, everybody's in, Guant- in Guantanamo Bay. Oh, all these people. Oh, that person, they were executed already. They had a trial and they were executed already. But they just keep it at hush, hush. Hush, 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 hush. Secret top secret squirrel missions. Q missions. Secret. Everybody's getting executed. Everybody's getting arrested. They're putting up barricades around the Capitol. National Guard's going to come in and arrest the whole body of Congress. Yes, this is what's going to happen. Just stop. It, it's, it's, I can't stand the, the black pillars, though, because then when you tell them, okay, give me a solution. What is this? If you're telling me not to vote and you're trying to convince me that voting is stupid, give me a solution on how to fix things. Well, you have to trust the plan. You're an asshole. You are, you are a cutard. That's what you are. I, I don't care who gets offended. I don't care if I lose a thousand followers. I don't care. Uh, that's that's my belief. Is is you people are deranged, really, really deranged. Yeah, if we trust the plan, and if the plan was real. <laughs> Then we're fucked. It's so true. There's no plan. There's no plan. There's no plan. It's just, it's wild, people. Anyway, did you hit the thumbs up yet? Have you hit the thumbs up on the video? Do it. Share it, please. If you're in the chat. James was more into the Q drops. And he's still, like, he re- he'll read the Q drops. But he is not hardcore... I wouldn't I would never call James a Q-tard because James could actually have the civil discourse. There and there are things, listen, if you watch our show on Tuesdays and Fridays, we don't agree on a lot. We don't. I, I'm I'm so anti-Q because I think it's a big psyop. And he'll sometimes go on and, you know, he'll speak about it and talk about, well, this came true and that came true. And I'm like, Q's a psyop, man. It's 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 
it's like the ultimate distraction. And I, I'm, I'm torn between it's a leftist psyop or it's, it's some sort of weird, uh, you know, the whole, uh, no, I'll be honest with you. I think he was more on that road than he is now because now he, and we'll say, we'll talk on the show too. We did a whole thing about the truther, um, the whole truther movement and how all after 2020, all of a sudden everyone wanted to become a truther and everyone wanted to have a conspiracy podcast and this one and the rabbit and this one and the rabbit hole and the tinfoil and all this bullshit. But then it's funny because if you watch the truther movement and you can probably see the same thing. I don't know if you tie them together, but they may be in the Q movement when they speak with each other and they have like a discourse or, or a debate, they all want to one up each other as truthers and then argue. If they disagree with you, they want to argue with you about, or be the, it's, it's so stupid what the truther movement has become. Can't we just sit here and say, we love America. We want to do our own research. We want to question everything, believe nothing of what you hear, half of what you see and just be rational fucking humans without having some moron stuffing his fat fucking face with hot pockets saying that he's Q and start this Q board. And everybody's like, what's Q saying today? They confuse me too. And that's why it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. If you need to sit on a chat board and, and watch some retards misspelling words and using number puzzles to figure out where you lie politically or how you see the government in the world, then you got bigger fucking problems. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he, he was, James, I would say, is like, um, you know, you have your Q heavy and your Q light. I think even James is a little lighter than Q light. Like James is, is Q with zero carbs. Like he's like Q zero. Like he, he pays attention to it, which I'm glad he does because that's a good dynamic because he'll, he'll bring things up. And there are some things I might say, you know, that I'll never say anything's impossible because anything is possible in, in the realm of things. If you think about it. I love James. James is, that's why when, when James and I started doing shows together and then when his co-host left We The People Radio and I, I knew it was right. I said, listen, I'll jump in. We'll do it. And we, we have a blast. And James and I, again, we don't agree on everything, but we have, we want the same outcome, but we just have different ideas or beliefs on how to get to the same point, which I think is good. You watch a lot of shows with co-hosts and they're all like just blowing each other. Like, Oh, you're so right. Oh, you're so right. Tell me more. So we can talk for an hour on how we just want to blow each other and agree with everything. Each of us says, no, I, he's a debater. I'm a debater, not mass debaters. We like to fight. We like to argue, you know, and sometimes we get under each other's skin, which is, and it, but it, and and none like it's not an act. It's we truly like just have this dynamic. It just kind of happened, you know. We don't even script shows. We're like, yeah, we're gonna talk about this. Yeah, you 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 read your shit. I'll read my shit. Like tonight, we're gonna talk a lot about the Clintons. I told him read up on it. I got some stuff. He's got some stuff. We'll do memes of the week. We'll do some other shit. He'll bring up stuff that I haven't even heard before, and we'll we'll talk about it. I'll give my opinion. But it's not like you have to read all of this and then we have to talk about it. No, we just kind of riff and we get a lot of messaging. We get a lot of comments. We get a lot of emails, DMs that, hey, 
you guys are great together because you don't agree and you guys fucking dunk on each other constantly. Okay, and we do. And, you know, because I am always right and he is always wrong because he's the biggest piece of shit to ever walk into the podcasting realm. And that's why I love him. <laughs> uh, James Curry, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, we we uh, we have a pretty good thing going. But anyway, all right. That's it for today. It's Freedom Friday. I will be back with that bearded freak James Curry tonight for Freedom Friday. We're going to do memes of the week. We got a bunch of cool memes from the uh the meme world. We're going to do some Hillary Clinton shit. I'm sure we're going to do some other stuff. He's a toe dipper. He's a cute toe dipper. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, he dips his toe in in the in the uh, in the Q pond. In the sea of Q, he dips his toe and he's like, I don't want to jump all the way in. I think he's dove in a few times and then come right back out. And he's like, ah, I don't know if I want to be in there all the time. A lot of weird people in there. And I think they all smell like hippies anyway. You see some of these Q people? I'm imagining they smell just like hippies. So if you're a Q person, take a fucking shower. With that, everybody, it's Freedom Friday. And uh, it was fun. I'll uh, see you tonight. 8.30 p.m. Eastern right here. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Hit the thumbs up. Do it. Don't be a fed. If you can't make it tonight, I'll be back Monday morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. Eastern right here, MAGA mornings. MAGA hat stays on always. See you later.